0: Hello everybody, my name is Andy Fernandez And my name is Michael Fernandez
1: And welcome back to another episode of What Makes It Great Today we are talking about another movie from 1951 I think this is like our third, fourth one Something like that, third one maybe Uh, An American in Paris, directed by Vincente Minnelli
0: And ranked number 68 on the original list And not ranked on the 10th anniversary updated version It's uh, Liza Minnelli's dad, right? Yes, Judy Garland's husband at the time, mm.
1: and yeah, they they have the kid, they have Liza Minnelli together, Lucille too, <laughs> with her Vertigo, yeah, <laughs>
0: yes, um, I had never seen this one before. Yeah, I'd never seen this movie either, and I recognized it though um, from two things. <laughs> Um, fam, Family Guy and from something else that um we'll talk about. Family Guy? Know. Do they parody it? No, but they always do those scenes because I think uh, Seth MacFarlane's like a big fan of old musicals and Broadway mm-hmm. and dance and stuff and mm-hmm. Gene Kelly and he has like some scenes where Stewie is edited into him dancing with Gene Kelly as like oh. Shirley Temple in one and then something else in another but it just reminded me of all these scenes. I was like, I feel like this has been done a couple of different times and mm-hmm. a couple of different mediums
1: yeah and i feel like the other thing that this reminded you of will probably be the same thing that i have to talk about <laughs> yeah which we'll get into later yeah <laughs> um but this is my first time watching it and i rented it on amazon and uh, watched it uh, two days ago i think yeah, pretty recently
0: yeah i watched it around then as well so it's
1: still pretty fresh in my mind
0: mm-hmm. and i watched it the same way renting it on amazon
1: Mm-hmm. But before we get into the movie, there is one person I want to talk about. That is Gene Kelly. Oh, yeah. Who's this guy? Gene Kelly, um, who we both love singing in the rain, um, but that is the only exposure to Gene Kelly I'd had
0: up until this movie. Yeah, I think it was, apart from, like I said, Family Guy scenes. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh,
1: so he was born in Pittsburgh in 1912 to Irish parents. And he begins dance classes when he was really young and he didn't like it because he was bullied and made fun of for dancing. So he stopped for many years and then went on to play a lot of sports. And I think he had an interview that he went back to dancing when he was like strong enough to defend himself.
0: Dumb, but okay. And basically he's like classically trained ballet dancer. Um, And really, really good tap dancer. That's his like big thing, I think or Mm -hmm. is it or no is it ballet
1: ballet is his main thing but um but he so there's a big ballet influence in his thing but he obviously tap dances and he does all kinds of different dances and he kind of mixes in popular
0: dances with a lot of his other stuff too is fred astaire more of the tap dancer i don't know they're both just really really good dancers. they're both very very good um
1: he he eventually gets into law school and uh he teaches dance at a studio while he's going through law school but he drops out of law school two months into it and just becomes tired of teaching dance and then moves to new york to try to become a choreographer Hmm. and from there he excuse me from there he begins to dance and choreograph uh on broadway productions and he's really known for becomes known for his athletic ballet style and Intense perfectionism and work ethic. He would be constantly working out routines until they were perfect, and he didn't settle for anything less. Mm. Um, His first movie is starring with Judy Garland in 1942's For Me and My Gal, and then he has more success throughout the 40s with movies like Anchors Away, which he works with Frank Sinatra in 1945, and he gets nominated for an Academy Award for Best Actor for that one, Mm. and continues his success in musicals And then makes back-to-back classics with An American in Paris in 1951 and Singing in the Rain in 1952. The first was very highly regarded at the time. And Singing in the Rain has risen in popularity to kind of become more popular than An American in Paris. But originally, An American in Paris was thought to be kind of the one. Mm. And Singing in the Rain was a little bit lesser in regard. But since then, it's kind of flip-flopped.
0: So I talked to our sister about it a little bit and she Mm -hmm. was saying something. So I kind of want to save some of that conversation for when we talk about singing in the rain. Gotcha. Okay. Um, shortly after singing in the rain
1: comes out, the musical kind of starts to decline in Hollywood. And then Gene Kelly, as a result is kind of hard to come by as some work and he switches over to directing more. I mean, he directs a lot of his own movies, um, but including singing in the rain, but, uh, he, one movie that i thought was interesting that he directed that i didn't know was hello dolly in 1969 which gets nominated for best picture oh wow and he actually was also offered the sound of music but he turned it down mm, yeah. um, his last role in any movie like not not in front of the camera behind the camera whatever was do you know what it was i have no idea it, you know the movie we had it on vhs
0: i still have no idea <laughs>
1: uh 1997 animated film cats don't dance
0: he yes yeah i didn't yeah
1: he served as a choreographic consultant for that movie
0: oh my gosh but he did that movie but i would never have known gene kelly was in that
1: (laughs) well yeah and uh it it was uncredited Mm -hmm. um but he's and then he suffered a few strokes later in his life and dies at the age of 83 in 1996 just before cats don't dance comes out Mm. Um, and the American Film Institute ranks him as the number 15 greatest male star of the classic era.
0: He's good, but he's, he's pretty, uh, pretty darn over the top when he's acting.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's not the bet. My favorite actor in the world, but he's super charming, Mm -hmm. super charismatic, Mm -hmm. super good looking Mm -hmm. and an amazing dancer.
0: Yep. I agree
1: all right that's all i have to talk about before getting into the movie do you have anything to add p- before we go into the movie a bit nope <laughs> well let's go let's do it uh it's in color
0: oh yeah that's right it, it is <laughs> yeah, we, we had talked about <laughs> this didn't notice
1: that <laughs> the last one that we had seen in color was fantasia and the last live action one we had seen in color was gone with the wind mm. so that was like the credits were like i had to like rub my eyes because there was so much <laughs> color
0: yeah it just felt normal it was good to watch like a normal movie again mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and then we get some voiceover uh, of jerry mulligan who's gene kelly this is paris and i'm an american who lives here my name's jerry mulligan and i'm an xgi in 1945 when the army told me to find my own job i stayed on
0: and i'll tell you why i'm a painter
1: Uses a lot of voiceover here at the beginning to kind of introduce us to him and the city and eventually his tiny little apartment
0: Oh, yeah, the voiceover stuff's really cool. Uh, they do a lot of shots with like I don't know Yeah, I guess it just like takes the third person and Mm -hmm. is pretty cool There's yeah, it's good. They're like I
1: live in this building. No, not that one go up a little more Mm -hmm. No, that one that's me and he's like asleep in his tiny little bed and he gets up and it's so dance-like and funny and smooth how he transforms this tiny little place from a bedroom into a living room. He Yeah, like, so the, choreographed. Yeah, it's so choreographed where his bed is like on a little thing where he lifts up the... Uh, the uh, pulls the rope and it goes up into the ceiling and brings out a chair and a table and like flips this down from the wall and does all this kind of stuff. But it's very dance-like. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we also get some more voiceover from Adam Cook who is an out-of-work pianist and a friend of Jerry's. Okay, this
0: guy's the best. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's played by a real pianist named Oscar Levant. Or Le- Levant. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Hmm. But he's really, really good at the piano.
0: We get to see him play it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And we meet another character, Henri Barel. They say before you go to Henri, they're like, he's a concert pianist, which means he doesn't work at all. Yeah, He's unemployed or something, <laughs> yeah. yeah that was a pretty good joke <laughs> yeah and
1: uh and then the other main guy is Henri, who is uh played by a french actor named something or other and uh, there's a really cool tracking shot that kind of follows his point of view until he walks up to a mirror on the street mm-hmm. He's uh, like no not that guy a little older than him and then yeah boom,
0: he's like but not too old this is me mm-hmm
1: and Henri and Adam are good friends and they meet up at a coffee shop or a little cafe and Henri tells him about a girl he's in love with named Lisa, who is a newcomer to the screen named Leslie Caron, Leslie Karen. I don't know how to pronounce her name. (laughs) Probably just Karen. (laughs) Um, She is a French ballet dancer that Gene Kelly discovered. And uh, oh, this no, is her first Caron. role. <laughs> I said, oh no, it's probably Caron. Yeah, Caron. <laughs> um, and this is her first uh, movie role. And I think she does great. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a—I love this scene where he's talking about her. And he says something like, she's a great gal. And then it shows like a weird little thing where she's dancing
0: yeah but it's all like color themed and everything to whatever the one adjectives he gives her mm-hmm. and she dances like a different style each time it's that is really really cool very spiritual type huh not at all she's an exciting girl i don't <laughs>
1: And then Adam will say something, you mean she's like this? And then it'll change to a different style and she'll dance like that style. And then be like, no, more like this. And then... She dances more towards that adjective.
0: Which just already, we need to talk about the other thing that this movie reminds me of. Okay. Which is La La Land. Yes, (laughs) La La Land. This
1: movie, I mean, La La Land had to have stolen so much from this movie.
0: Yeah, on the bottom of the Wikipedia page, it says that. It's like references to, and it's like to modern things. Like, La La Land has been like quoted or whatever is saying No, yeah we pretty much just robbed this movie (laughs) yeah
1: it's there are so many things that this movie is influenced
0: or that la la land gets that's influenced from but there's a definite there's a song at the beginning with emma stone in that movie who she's got like you know all these different colored themed rooms and she's like going in and out and changing clothes and there's Mm -hmm. red and green just very like similar to this scene with uh this lady dancing to every adjective yeah he's like but she reads books he's like but not all the time you know and then she'll do mm-hmm. some of their dance and she's, and she's cultured and she's independent and strong
1: and there's one moment in this dance sequence where she dances with a chair in a very kind of sexual way mm-hmm. and apparently the production code was like mm, that might not work so it almost didn't pass the mm-hmm. production code because of that huh. little controversy um, but yes already super La La Land like And and very abstract and weird, and I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Jerry Gene Kelly then joins them, and they sing and dance to a song called by Strauss. Adams playing like a little jazz thing on the piano, and Henri's like, "No, I prefer the waltz. Give me a waltz by Strauss." And oh yeah, that was funny. (laughs) And (laughs) And they sing this whole song extolling the virtues of the waltz and Strauss music and all kinds of stuff.
0: When I (laughs) wanted
1: melody for the hounds, then I want a melody. Strows, it laughs, it sings, the world is in
0: rhyme. Swing into three-quarter Yeah, and they're waltzing around, and then like the whole little town that is, like, I guess, just a little block, they all come around, and there's an old lady who sells flowers, and she gives them flowers, and they dance, and... It's pretty cool. Yeah, always big production, big choreography.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I guess we should make mention that all of the music is from uh, George and Ira Gershwin. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, it's all music that's already been produced and and has been released and you know performed and all kinds of stuff. And very much like Singing in the Rain, mm-hmm. they just take the catalog of somebody and then make a song around. Or make a song, make a story around the Mm song.
0: Which, yeah, I really like. It was really cool. Um, What happens next after a Strauss song? Uh,
1: Jerry goes to set up some of his paintings on the street to sell. Mm -hmm. And actually, there's a little bit of a cameo. He walks past an old man who's painting and he, like, stops and does, like, a weird little, like, double take almost he's like nah and then he keeps walking apparently that's supposed to be winston churchill Mm. after the war um he took up painting and so um it's supposed to be a little joke that he's like did i just pass is that is that winston churchill nah um but uh he's selling his paintings and there's like this young college girl who's like going up to his paintings and giving super profound observations and uh he's like beat it get out of here and it's like I don't like it when people come and give profound observations that they've overheard somewhere else like it's he has this really negative view of of college students that are just kind of think they're smart but kind of pretentious mm-hmm. And then another woman named Milo Roberts comes up and comes to look at the paintings and she's a little older and she offers to buy them but doesn't have the money on hand. so she takes him back to her home and she offers to meet him later that night for a party, I think. But she's kind of, like, he's already kind of suspicious of her about, like, how interested she is in him. And he's, like, not interested in her at all. And so he's, like, are you interested in my paintings? Are you want interested in me? Um, I think he's like, says something. He's, like, I don't want to be, like, your... He's basically, like, don't, like,
0: make me into your boy toy. Yeah, I don't want to be your escort or something like that. Yeah. Um, but she's, like, I want to fund all your painting.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes home and he runs into the neighborhood kids who he's friends with and they ask him to teach him English. And so he sings and dances to I got rhythm to teach them English.
0: Yeah. He comes home in a, like a limo essentially. And all Mm -hmm. the kids like, what the heck? And then, um, they surround him. Yeah. And then he sings that I got rhythm song, the most famous song, the one that I knew from this thing. Yeah, um, this is the only song I'd heard before But I, I didn't know that it started that way and Or I guess it didn't But um, I liked how he did that He like teaches them I got yeah. And every time that part of the song comes up He points at a kid and they're like I got, I got, I got I got
1: Rhythm
0: I got Music
1: I got My gal who could ask for anything more I got Daisy I got in green pastures
0: i got my gal
1: who could ask for anything more
0: but then they like flip it around at the end and then you know he says i got and they're like rhythm whatever. yeah and he just like magically teaches them english like boom really fast um they're the genius children mm-hmm. but then he goes back upstairs and he sees adam
1: uh yeah he goes to meet milo for the party um and it's just them some party and that's when he says he's not interested in her and like oh, yeah, he that. And back, then that's right. they go to a restaurant or like a bar or something. And Milo introduces Jerry to some of her friends, and we learn from her friends that she has a habit of falling for young artists, and that she's gonna, she's doing it again with Jerry. Mm-hmm. Um, but meanwhile, Jerry can't stop eavesdrop eavesdropping and staring at Lisa. Mm-hmm. He meet a- he runs into her and sees her for the first time.
0: Like creep not creepily dances but like dances with her and mm-hmm. runs away from the table with uh, this you know rich woman who's trying to give him uh all this support and you know then end up like with him i guess but mm-hmm. um he's just staring at this little redhead girl
1: mm-hmm. like charlie brown like charlie
0: brown <laughs> yeah they dance he manages to get her number
1: she gives him a fake number at first and like someone else at her table was like no no that's not your number your number's this number and he's like thanks dude and she's like ah crap (laughs) that didn't work um and on the way home milo and jerry get into an argument about jerry's flirting with lisa and he gets out of the car so already the tension's building um, between those two and jerry has already fallen hard for lisa Mm -hmm. um the next morning, Jerry calls Lisa, she rejects him, um and but he's like I got to go see her in person maybe. So he um Milo then is he goes down to that coffee shop, that cafe where they're always hanging out. This movie is very much staged like a play. Mm-hmm. There's like just a few locations. Um, it looks just very much like it's on the studio lot.
0: Yeah, they did not go to Paris. Right.
1: Um, so they have the cafe set, you know, and kind of like a TV show kind of studio audience kind of Mm -hmm. a thing. And, uh, and they agree to meet up later that day for something to like talk about a showing for his art or something that she wants to arrange. Um, but on the way there, Jerry goes to the perfume shop where he learned that
0: Lisa works. Well, he called before. Mm -hmm. Did you already talk about that?
1: Very briefly. And she like kind of rejects him over the phone.
0: Yeah. Like it's a really he's like forward with her at the dance and then or at the club and then um we already know that he's dating or she's dating what's his face right
1: uh we know that she's dating Henri mm-hmm, for but, Henri, but, but jerry doesn't yeah just uh Henri
0: yeah. and adam do and then he like she's like no go away you're the most annoying man ever or something like that and last night she was like i thought you're just an annoying guy but now you're like a pain in my ass essentially i forget mm-hmm. what the exact line is um, not she, that but something yeah I like know, that. something clever <laughs> like that um but yeah no it's just he's really persistent and really like rude and she's like mad at him at this point and when i watched this i was like oh she's at her home what, what's going on and then he like i guess it called her at her work um mm-hmm. and then because like, that's she seemed like she was working there like it seemed like someone else picked up the phone and was like oh hey here mm-hmm. you go um yeah and then he goes to the perfume shop and he just like is persistent again. He puts on his salesman hat and yeah. goes in and like sells some perfume to this American woman. He's like, "I'll I have the man's point of view. It's very, he's yeah, it's very dumb. It's from yeah. Gene
1: Kelly's gaze." <laughs> yeah, he make he helps her make this sale where he's like, "You put on this perfume and the frenchman won't le let you leave Paris or something." Mm-hmm. um And so I think just helping her out make that sale kind of warms her up, and they agree to go on a date. Um, He's like, I can't do lunch. And she says, like, I can't do dinner because they have other engagements. He's going to go do lunch with Milo and she's going to go do dinner with Henri. And uh, so they agree to meet later that night after dinner. And so he's excited. He's ready. And so he goes back and meets with Adam and they sing and dance to a song called Tra La La. This time it's really love. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't really know this song too, too well. I don't either. Something something tra la la or something. It's
0: just like blah (laughs) blah 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 is all he's doing. He's like, I don't wanna write a stupid little love song like you're just because you're gleeful and happy and Adam's this like cynic, sad, smart, really, really talented dude. He's like, What is all this crap you're throwing at me? she's got but everything is there a dowry she's like a breath of spring wow you'll be sorry. hum it strum it sing it drum it nothing good can happen from it but then he gets really really interested towards the end of the song when he Finds out who it is, right? Or no? Does Adam not find out right now? Not yet. Oh, the scene where he does is so good. Though. That's the best scene. Yeah. But, okay. Keep going. Uh, we then go to Henri
1: and Lisa, and we learn that Henri is debuting a new song at his performance later that night, and Lisa feels guilty that she's going to miss it by going out with Jerry, um, but she still goes to meet up with Jerry later that night at a cafe. Hmm. But she's very self-conscious, doesn't want to be seen, and so they're like sitting on the sidewalk. At the cafe and she's like "Mm, No and she's like alright so they go and they leave And they go and walk along the river And they flirt and talk On the banks of the river And they sing and dance to a song called Love is here to stay
0: It's very
1: Clear Our love Is here to stay Not for A year whatever and today well, I should have seen it wouldn't during the scene when you were talking about where they were describing lisa and all the colors this is where the scene that i thought of la la land
0: yeah definitely cuz it looked like la
1: la land it's like got that blue dark blue you know sunset Sun tint to it gone. Um, that evening tint and they're on the long the banks of the river i think notre dame is in the background they're like under a lamp post yeah and there's, well lit, yeah, yeah there's a, that scene that scene in la la land where they're singing and dancing under the lamp post on the bench or whatever mm-hmm. that's what this reminded me of yeah, um, looks almost
0: exactly like it <laughs> yeah it's the same color scheme and everything and the same thing going on in the song pretty much mm-hmm. taylor made for two What a shame are you and me
1: The lighting and scenery are beautiful And the song is is Nice and beautiful too Um, Lisa has lost track of time They agree to meet on Saturday They kiss and she runs off to go see Henri
0: Hmm.
1: Um, So this is kind of the beginning Of their romance And and, uh, Jerry I think Has fallen head over heels Head over heels for this broad Yeah definitely (laughs) Uh, cut to Henri's performance of i'll build a stairway to paradise and one of the dancers on the staircase that he's dancing on Mm -hmm. is um in singing in the rain in a very small role at the in the ending sequence the broadway rhythm sequence at the end of singing in the rain Mm -hmm. that one that's like yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. We'll, we'll talk about that later. She's in it? what she do? I think she's in it. She's she just like one, of one of the dancers, dancers in yeah. the, like the, yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about, the more modern scene.
1: Yeah. Or maybe, no, maybe she's like the creepy looking actress at the very beginning of the movie. Hmm. I don't remember. Somebody. Anyway, um, but she misses the performance and gets there in time to hear the news that Henri has been offered an opportunity to tour America and he wants to marry Lisa and f- right before they go and then she, so she can join him on the trip.
0: Yeah, isn't it wonderful and she's like i just <laughs> kissed somebody else yeah. and i kissed an american and he's like i know that you will lo- um, you'll learn to love america and america i'll learn to love you and she's like oh damn it
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm already kind of in love with an american yeah. and so maybe america already does love me like, but oh, America's here in paris yeah an american in paris it's so confusing <laughs> adam and jerry are hanging out when milo arrives and honks for jerry and he gets teased on his way out, and then Adam begins to fantasize about performing a piano uh, concert. Yeah, it's the
0: concerto for piano and orchestra or something. I really liked this scene. He's like, at first just playing the piano, and then mm-hmm. the symphony or the orchestra is um, like replying to him. Mm-hmm. Which I really like that style. And it's jazz, by the way. He's like. <laughs> like what kind of uh that the strauss songs are like why don't you just play the classic uh, three quarter time and he's like no oh, i'm more into jazz and mm-hmm. adam i think at one point's like Henri guy doesn't really get jazz um, so he's just i don't know it's, it's just very freeform, very very impressive it's mm-hmm. mixing styles and um uh, but then it cuts to the i forget what instrument first the conductor is it the conductor first? Mm-hmm. And it's him. Yeah. And then he's like playing
1: all the other instruments too. Yeah. He's also playing the violins, like the xylophone, the gong, the drums. Um, and uh, it's a great... Con- and then at the, it ends and the pianist version of him gets up and shakes the conductor version of him. They shake hands and uh, at the end. And then he's also appears in one of the boxes yelling bravo and clapping along at this performance. <laughs> it's a very it's they, cool yeah it's very cool they do a lot of weird things like that and then the describing lisa thing and then the ending of the movie is very all kind of like artsy abstract kind of weird dreamlike stuff
0: yeah for some guy who likes to yeah, thinks that college girls are you know just repeating somebody something that somebody else taught him you know he's like is pretty <laughs> educated and artsy and doing a lot of groundbreaking things and <laughs> avant-garde. all this stuff yeah um, so that's one of my favorite little pieces in the movie. I like that a lot. Yeah, I did too. It was a good scene.
1: Milo shows Jerry a studio that she has procured for him, and she's arranged for him to have an exhibition in three months, and he agrees, to, and she's going to support all of his painting and host, live him or put him up in this place, and, and there's just like a little montage of him painting as time is going by, as we're getting closer and closer to his exhibition, mm-hmm. which is my only gripe with the movie, I don't think they ever mention his painting or his exhibition like ever again after this.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, he didn't really want to do it. <laughs> yeah, they, they just kind
1: of dropped that. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like leading up to his exhibition. Like that was going to be like the climax of the movie or something. But it mm-hmm. never really gets mentioned again, I don't think. Yeah. Um, Jerry and Lisa are still hanging out and they go to a cafe, but then... Lisa leaves quickly, I think, when Henri comes in. She sees Henri come in or something. Mm. And uh, Jerry confides in Adam and uh, that he's in love with this girl named Lisa. And he, like, spits his drink out. And he, like, spills
0: it all over him. Mm -hmm. It's like coffee or something. And then um, he's like, I need (laughs) need some scotch or some bourbon bourbon or something something, to get this out. And then... Um, Henri arrives yeah and he's like guess what I'm getting married and then he spills that drink and then he's like I need a (laughs) scotch and a bourbon another bourbon yeah
1: and as Henri is trying to help Jerry with his problem with the with his girl, not knowing who he's who he's in love with and who this girl is, Adam keeps chugging drinks in the mm-hmm. in between them, like he's sitting in the middle, and on either side of him is one side's Jerry
0: and one side's Henri, and so they're like talking across him. And he's trying to like light a cigarette and like drink coffee and drink a scotch and drink. He's just like <laughs> chug and drink, smoking. <laughs> he's like trying to do all this stuff to stay occupied, so he doesn't mm-hmm. say anything, and it, it's yeah it's, it's pretty good
1: <laughs> and jerry and henry sing a really cool song called swonderful oh yeah <laughs> that i liked um I, and i like how the song ends like it's wonderful but swonderful it's wonderful. It's marvelous.
0: wonderful smarvelous she should care for me like this song as much really (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was pretty this is stupid it's It's stupid stupid.
1: uh i like how it ends though they have like a cool little crane shot that like goes up and rises up over the street and you see the whole like ensemble cast kind of has been dancing around and poses with the camera way high up in the
0: sky by the way this camera and this street looks familiar it looks like it's on the you know studio a yeah. lot like it's been and used the whole in, thing was filmed on the lot yeah it was like used in tv and everything i'm sure um and movies it reminded me of like that how i met your mother street in new york that they mm-hmm. used in a bunch of things and mm-hmm. then also it kind of reminded me of um uh, little britain from uh the rest of development yeah. yeah remember they pull the camera away i was waiting for mary poppins to uh, pop <laughs> in to fly and, like crash into the <laughs> yeah um
1: so okay i liked wonderful because it's light and but it, yeah it's kind of uh, cheesy yeah <laughs> um but i kind of like cheesy uh jerry goes back to the banks of the river to meet with lisa and they both have something to tell the other first kind of jerry expresses his love for her And then Lisa says she's getting married to Henri and can't see him anymore. Mm. And she feels like she can't leave Henri because he protected her during the war. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me quite a bit of Casablanca. Mm -hmm. Um, He protected her during the war, so she kind of feels indebted to him. But she really loves Jerry and all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, He tells her about Milo and kind of his arrangement and everything. And... Uh, I think kind of because he's hurt and trying to like defend himself. He's like, no, nah, it's okay. I got this, I got this older lady that, that I can fall back on or something. And uh, Lisa expresses her love to Jerry. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, after this, though, Jerry goes to Milo's house and kisses her and invites her to go to the art students' ball.
0: Yeah. He's like, seems heartbroken. He's like, all right, I'm going to give that girl up. I'm really going to yeah, be with this Milo lady. This is going to be my life. I can do it. And, you know, invites her to the ball. And she's super happy. And, you know, she's like, oh, my gosh, he finally did it. He's fallen for me after supporting him and giving him all this money and making him do this art show that he didn't really want to do. But, um... <laughs> And it's a crazy-ass party. <laughs> yeah, it's a nuts party.
1: They're all wearing, like, black and white, like, clothes that are almost kind of remind me of, like, uh, playing cards or something like spades clubs kind of thing mm-hmm. um and uh there's people like girls jumping off of like the balcony being caught by a dude that's like one of the attractions of this party
0: yeah. that you
1: can like leap off of the second story and be caught by this muscular dude
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and everyone's trashed it's like whenever there's like they make a comment whenever jerry and milo get there like Looks like we're about a champagne bottle behind everybody here. We got to catch up quick. <laughs> um, and uh,
0: yeah, they're drinking.
1: Oh yeah, and Milo meets up with Adam at the bar, and he says Jerry's spawn. He makes a comment about Jerry's sponsors got more nerve than cash, and I was like, what does that mean? Is that an insult? I have no idea what that means. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but he knows. He's like, I'm Jerry's sponsor. He's like, I know. So, like, the whole time she thought, like, he didn't know who she was, but he Mm -hmm. knew clearly who he was talking to. Um, Jerry and Milo run into Henri and Lisa, who are also at this party, and they're kind of both distracted, and Jerry tells Milo that he loves Lisa, and she walks off to get some champagne. Mm -hmm. She's, She's like, like, hurt
0: by this. Yeah, I need some champagne. She thought, because he just fooled her. He just went to her door and was like, Mm -hmm. I want to be with you. Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah. You just made out with me and took invited me to a party. I got my hopes up and then you see the girl again and back to square one. Um, Jerry kind of walks alone outside and he's sitting on like the balcony drawing a little picture of like a gate kind of a thing mm-hmm. with like a wall with two little stone lions or something. Mm-hmm. And Lisa finds him and Jerry talks about how beautiful the city is and how Paris will never let him forget her or something like that. Mm. And how its beauty will always just kind of remind him of how he doesn't have her. Mm. And she she's not with him. And Henri meanwhile, we we see that he overhears them saying kind of goodbye to each other and and walks off and that he's kind of been observing this whole exchange. Mm. And Jerry watches Lisa and Henri get in the car and drive away and leave the party. And Lisa's eyes well up with tears as they drive off and she looks out the window. Hmm. And this, there, famously, there is no more dialogue in the movie.
0: Oh, yeah, there isn't. Now it starts the best part of the movie.
1: Yeah, the wind blows. Oh, that's the other thing is that whenever Lisa leaves, Jerry tears the drawing in half
0: yeah and then falls down into the ground Mm -hmm.
1: and then after she's gotten in the car and drives away the wind is blowing and the torn drawing kind of reconnects and uh, Jerry stares into the camera and then we fade in kind of on a stage with the drawing as a background or backdrop excuse me and Jerry picks up a flower and begins an elaborate dance sequence
0: yeah it's so long and he yeah it's really really cool Mm -hmm. Um, He switches from style to style, the backdrops, the colors, the music, everything changes a little bit But essentially it does like the music from the whole movie, yeah Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it kind of goes through his life and Mm -hmm. then their relationship and him meeting her and her meeting him And um, It's pretty cool, it's like a montage of everything that just happened and what could be Mm -hmm. It's, It's neat
1: the cam- Yeah, the camera's sweeping in and out of an elaborate set. There's so many dancers and bright colors and lighting and staging. And it's all basically, a yeah, the movie, but in a ballet form. Mm-hmm. And it's set to a musical piece called An American in Paris
0: by George Gershwin. And in this little montage, I called dad because I had to figure out what else this was. But there's a, a little song. that There's some like French military men or something or guards or I don't mm-hmm. know, the policemen. Mm-hmm. They're like chasing him for a little bit while they're dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the music's like, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> And every time the uh, French guys are on the screen. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, where the hell have I heard that song before? And dad confirmed it's in the Flas uh, Around the World in 80 Days. It's like the theme song, <laughs> kind of, or it's like part of the theme song. And then he said that it was some Spanish song that he knew. And he's like, I'm sure it's in other languages. I don't know uh, what the real name of it is, but something like you, to get to heaven, you need a big ladder and a little ladder or something like that. And I forget what the song is called, but huh. um, interesting. it's a cool little piece that was like, Hey, I know that one too. <laughs>
1: nice. Um, yeah. This thing is, is pretty um, amazing to this whole sequence. And it is also
0: exactly like La La Land. Yeah.
1: It's exactly like the end of La La Land. Almost exactly. Yeah. Almost exactly. Um, the, Whole thing, the total this move this sequence cost four hundred and fifty thousand dollars to shoot.
0: Yeah, I believe it.
1: And the total budget of the movie was two point seven million, aka this sequence was a fifth of the total budget. Hmm. Um, I think they actually filmed the whole movie, and then Vincente Minnelli, the director, left to go make another movie. And then when he finished that movie, they came back and then just did this sequence. Wow. Um, and it the whole thing goes on for like seventeen minutes or something. Hmm. And then it ends with Jerry picking up the rose again and cutting back into his staring face into the camera. And we hear a car horn and Lisa is back. And they run to meet each other on the steps. They embrace and walk away hand in hand. And the camera pans up to
0: see the city and that is the end of An American in Paris. And that is different because then la la land because in la la land they uh, didn't get back to there and it went back to like the real world after the yep. fantasy <laughs>
1: yeah and this one we get the happy ending we get the dream ending that you want for the for the characters in la la land you do not yes but other than that it's basically the same movie yeah <laughs> Just... it's so similar it's crazy yeah uh so the movie comes out and it makes a profit of over a million dollars and it's very well received at the time especially that final sequence it's nominated for eight academy awards uh best director and best editing are the only ones that it's nominated for that it does not win it wins all the other six that it gets nominated for which is best picture best story best art direction cinematography costume design and score Hmm. and gene kelly wins an honorary oscar and it's his only oscar that he ever won
0: what is it for
1: for his contributions to the stage musical or the screen musical, um, and basically his work choreographing, directing, especially this ending sequence of this movie. Oh wow! Um, and he never wins another one. Dang. Um, the American Film Institute has it ranked as the 68th best movie of all time, the number 39 best love story of all time. Uh, the song "I Got Rhythm" is ranked at number 32, and it's the number nine ranked best musical. And they also turned it into a stage musical as well that played on Broadway for a little while.
0: Hmm. I think it fits around 63
1: for me. I liked it quite a bit. I think it's one of my favorite movies that we've watched of the 50s so far. And um, yeah, I think 60-ish is probably a pretty good spot and might be kind of where it might end up on my list in the end too. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I love Gene Kelly that's we're already kind of going into what makes it great already so Mm -hmm. I love Gene Kelly and his dance style he's he's so athletically built he just looks like very masculine Mm -hmm. and it's you know he's doing like tap dance and ballet and stuff but it doesn't it seems very strong and masculine and smooth and I don't know there's just a it's like like his his life story it's like you can't make fun of the guy for tap dancing because he looks so charming and also he could like punch your lights out if you did (laughs) like that's how he looks like he could beat you up and like all that kind of stuff too um but i just i love everything about gene kelly and his dance style and the movie's super fun and artistic and ambitious and i'm really glad i got to watch it um and got to expose myself a little bit more to gene kelly Mm -hmm. what about you what do you think makes this movie great
0: um most of those same things but less on the gene kelly <laughs> you don't like him not that much <laughs> i do quite a bit i think he's great and he yeah, super talented and everything but uh, I, I he's i don't know he could out dance me but he's not like the manliest coolest best like i don't know i don't look up to him i i've always been really impressed with gene kelly
1: like to the point where i'm like actually like thought about like taking dance classes
0: and stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, he does make it look cool. He makes it look good, but and easy, but no, I I don't know. Um, I think he's trying too much. <laughs> but uh, But in this movie on you. In this movie <laughs> good um I, I really liked it i really liked lisa's character mm-hmm. um i loved adam um it was just an, a neat story it was told uniquely you know, the shots and the camera work were really really impressive the color was really really good um it had good modern music um Henri's a little spare henry is a spare he's kind of like uh the opera singing uh, opera guy from night at the opera he's like not zeppo yeah uh, or
1: the the one guy in swing time who um is like the spanish guy in swing time oh yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. that's right the guy who loved yeah ginger rogers yeah. yeah um but other than that yeah i don't know i'm interested to see what happens to how i like this movie or where i rank this movie on my list after we watch and talk about singing in the rain again
1: yeah i still love singing in the rain more than this quite a bit but also, I love La La Land and to see how much of an influence this movie clearly had on that movie mm-hmm. makes me appreciate this movie so much more. Yeah, I agree. I agree.
0: So a lot of those tropes are developed. He changes. I think Gene Kelly like changes musicals for sure. At least his, oh, yeah. his are very, very different and they're very stylized and I do like that about him. But um, very smart guy, creative guy, um, but you know, it's a good movie. I, I recommend it if you like musicals and stuff in old movies. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. All right. That's it for An American in Paris. Yeah. What do we got
1: next week, brother? Our final movie from 1951, um, our fourth movie from this year, uh, is another The Return of Humphrey Bogart, Catherine Hepburn, and John Huston. Oh, sweet. The African Queen from 1951. Ranked number 17 on the original list and then 65 on the updated list. Awesome. I'm excited for this one. It's going to be good. This will be good. I think this is our last Humphrey Bogart and our last John Huston movie, but I think we have one more Catherine Hepburn after this. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's like the top male actor or like the number two male actor or something and according to AFI and the top female actor on AFI. It's Mm -hmm. like in the same movie so um, i'm excited um to do that one with you next time um and also don't forget to subscribe to our podcast leave a review and share it with your friends and family if you're enjoying it
0: uh, but my name is andy fernandez <laughs> my name's michael fernandez thank you guys for joining us on what makes it great